right, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. All right, so today we're going to be talking about The City Below the Cloud by T.S. Galindo. Uh, this was an ARC I received from the author. I guess they got my information off of my website because I do not remember agreeing to read this book. Um, so it was completely un unsolicited, which is not a problem. I don't mind uh, receiving unsolicited book reviews or books to review, rather. Um, I can't read them all, so I kind of do prioritize the ones that I do want to read and the ones that I don't want to read. I do donate them to the library or give them away in giveaways on my Instagram. However, you know, I was really interested in this uh, novel itself. It's a novella. It's no more than 150 pages. Um, it's a 141 to be exact. And I liked the premise of it. You know, it's a cyberpunk science fiction novella. And it has a lot of promise to it. But unfortunately, the story itself does lack direction. And it's really hard to see the direction the story is going to go in, especially at such a short length. Uh, I kept asking myself when I was reading it, I'm like, okay, where are we going with this? What's happening? Um, you know, when you read a story, you don't always want it to be predictable. And I'm not asking for it to be predictable, but I do kind of want to know where I'm going with this story. Why am I reading it? Why should I feel for these characters? And the novel, it's split between sisters Callan and Set, you know, as they struggle to survive a climate-changed world where they have to buy credits in order to buy oxygen. Now, it begins with Callan waking up to her teeth falling out. This is a good opening to the novel. It really does create this sort of world for the reader, like, oh, oxygen's so bad because she's even commenting, she's like, huh, I lost a few of my teeth. I guess I'm not getting, you know, enough nutrition, um, enough oxygen. So she, you know, works cleaning mushrooms off of buildings and vents as a mushroom scraper. Now the mushrooms in this world, they did a, a cool element that I thought was kind of unique to the story because they do help suck in a lot of the pollution. The problem is they just spread so quickly that they can get into air vents and um, if you get infected with kind of the spores, they're not great for humans, but they're great for the environment. You know what I'm saying? If you get infected with the spores, you could, you know, die. Basically, <laughs> mushrooms can start sprouting from your skin. I thought that was a cool element to the story, but especially when you consider the fact that they are sentient. It was cool, it was weird, came out of nowhere um, near the ending. I thought it fit, and I think Callan's perspective, you can see the direction of Callan's perspective of her storytelling, of her narrative. I liked Callan's point of view more than Seth's because I don't think Seth's really added anything to the story. 
um, you really didn't get enough of a, you didn't get enough time really to know either of them as characters. Um, you don't really connect to them as much as you would hope or wish. They're just kind of there to build the foundation of the plot. Especially with Set. Her perspective is really just highlighting everything that's wrong with society. Um, uh, especially, you know, her one friend, he, uh, he dies. He has a heart attack. Uh, something in him short circuits. Again, cyberpunk. Uh, an appendage of his short circuits and it kills him instantly. So they mourn him for about a second and then they take him to the depository to see what they can get for his body parts. Because that's what you do in this society. Again, it's all about survival. It's all about the struggle for survival. You can only go so long without needing like an oxygen tank on you. Because there are parts of the city that are worse off than others. So it's clear that his perspective, I mean her perspective, is clearly just world building. You really don't get to know a lot about her personality. There's really no growth in her perspective. There's nothing going on to engage the reader. And that's the part I had a problem with because already the story really does lack certain directions. Um, it's supposed to be, I want to say, a start to a series, and it does feel like a start to a bigger series because there are people who live in skyscrapers, you know, they live above the clouds where the air is clean, and they just don't want the mushrooms up where they want, where they are. They just want all the mushrooms gone, but they are kept secret from everyone who lives below the clouds. Everyone below the clouds has no idea that these people are up there. So it's a clear definition of higher class versus lower class. And then you have lower, lower class. Um, a lot of the stores, you know, there's subterranean elements to it. Again, a lot of interesting elements to the story, but I think it lacked cohesion. It did lack cohesion. It did lack uh, a little bit of direction because you're just kind of going with the flow and for a novel that is only 141 pages I think it took me like a week to read only because I really couldn't get into it I was really kind of baffled by where the story was going now I liked the socio the socio-economic situation of the story near the end but that's probably the last chapter um, other than that, you really don't see the story building to this point. Again, it just kind of comes out of nowhere, this ending with the sentient mushrooms, and the mushrooms want to take down the 1%. It, it's weird. It's weird. It lacks direction. You're just kind of confused when you're reading it. I think... It leaves room for more, but as a standalone, again, it lacks direction and it doesn't develop the characters as thoroughly as it should to make the novella compelling. This is a book you should be able to read in a day, in an hour. You know, you shouldn't want to put it down, you should just blow through it. But it's rather confusing because when I put this book, I'm like, oh, 141 pages, I can read this, no problem. Uh, that was not the case. Um, 
it was a bit tedious. I had to force myself to finish it because I was unsure of where the story was going and the direction it was heading. Now, as for um, the story being a part of a series, it's a good leading into the series. I think it would have benefited if it were longer uh, and it had better editing. I don't think the editing captured the storytelling. I think because the editor is probably his wife or someone close to him. Um, it shares his last name. So you can't really be that objective. I don't think they asked where are you going with this because they're so involved probably in the writing process and they know the author very closely they can already kind of see where their story is going i think they needed a third person perspective for this story i think the editing failed to capture the author's intent because you can see when you finish it you can see okay so this is where the author was going with it but there are lots of segments um, within the story that just leave you wanting more and I think that the story would have benefited from a better editor um, someone more objective because it just failed to capture the author's intent and you don't really feel for the characters at all. They're just kind of there to drive the story forward. They're just there to build up the, the world and the foundation of the story. But you don't really, you're not invested in them. And if a story is this short, you need to be invested in the characters. But again, lots of good, interesting ideas. It just needed a little bit more polishing and a, and a more objective look at the editing. So this was The City Below the Clouds. I'm going to go ahead and give it three stars. Um, I don't think I'm being generous with the three stars because, again, like I said, lots of good ideas. And when you get to the end, everything starts to make sense. But it's one of those books where you have to read it again and you're still not going to be invested with the characters, unfortunately. But lots of good ideas. Um, I liked the ending a lot, even though it kind of came out of nowhere. I did like it because you are seeing um, this struggle of the 99 versus the 1%. So I thought that was very interesting and very relevant to today's society. Uh, I recommend purchasing this book off of bookshop.org. If money's tight, please check it out from your local library. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me by liking Sin's Workshop subscribing to this podcast and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. Hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.